Hello and welcome to the Love Boat, a Vikings podcast. I'm your host and or captain. It's a little presumptuous, but I'm Matt Johnson with me. I like to call them my loyal seamen. Uh, Preet Shaw, Carter Cox, guys. Uh, Carter do, probably doesn't care how we feeling after that loss for the Vikings, though, Preet. You know, before the game, I was like, yeah, you know, it'd be fine if we lost the Chiefs. It really, you know, they're probably one of the better teams in the league. It doesn't matter. Still sucked. Broke our uh, heart. Still, yeah, like, this team will always, like, you know, you're just like, you know what? It can't get any worse. And then, you know, somehow it gets worse. Like, only we could make a 20 to 27 loss against the defending champions feel thoroughly unimpressive. Well, let's get the obvious out of the way. The Vikings always play to the level of their opponent with Kevin O'Connell, it seems like. That's, you know, that's why every week is a one score game. Like, Let's get the other obvious part out of the way. Uh, Kevin O'Connell has the clock management skills of a toddler. And, yeah, and let's get the other obvious part out of the way. Uh, Taylor Swift was not at the game. Yeah, probably because she didn't want to watch the garbage that we put on the field. I did know. I it. doubt she wanted She's to go to Minnesota. You know, no, she was apparently in Minnesota. She just wasn't at the game. Uh, I mean, that's, that's lame. Yeah, but they still cut to Travis Kelsey at the end of every commercial. So, well, yeah, because he got hurt. And like we all thought, oh, yeah, yeah before it, that, even we're like, oh, his Achilles might be cooked. And then he just comes back on the field after halftime, running out of the tunnel like nothing happened. And then he still got my fantasy team to win. You know, they probably gave him Matt Corral special juice. Thing. Yeah. Free made a Auburn football reference right there. Great. We were talking about in the pre-show, so nobody gets it. Um, I just wanted to say when I was so politely derailed, though, I'm just kidding. Um, You know, I feel like since it was a one-score game, you eliminate some of those turnovers they had, the Josh Oliver fumble in the first play of the game on offense. The only turnover. You get rid of the ref no-call at the end that he no-called possibly three things. You get rid of all those. You're like, oh, maybe your team would have won. No, they would have found a way to lose still. Like, things would have been different. They probably wouldn't have won in overtime. They probably wouldn't have tried. They probably, to be honest, go for two. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. Not without JJ, I don't think. I think they still go for two. Well, agree to disagree, but yeah, I, you know, I you could also could say, say if Madison doesn't turn his head up the field immediately and just focuses on catching the ball, you probably score seven on the play before, and you don't put the officials in a position where they need to make a call. You just score on third down instead of. Well, I mean, forward. they don't need to make a call. They should have called three penalties on that play. Eh, I and mean, I still don't think the Vikings would have won, so I don't care. I honestly think I think the no call was good on that. I don't think it was. A, okay, yeah. well, the no call is fine. What about the helmet getting ripped off? Yeah, that was a. What about well, the no, hands of the well, face okay, on the, the helmet, offensive line? Taking the helmet off is a turnover. Is our, it's, 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 the turnover and downs already happened. It's just putting them back 15 yards. That's like whatever. Uh, okay, well, I'd always want my team to have another chance. I don't really know what you're getting at. But I'm just saying, you could say all that. Oh, all these games were one score if they didn't have all the turnovers, which somebody could claim they're fluky. Maybe we'd be, you know, four and one. You well, can claim they're fluky if they're like happen one week one, week right. two. Week five at this point is just who they are. Like, yeah, I saw someone, someone, somehow. someone tried to claim it's bad variance. It's not bad variance. It's become their identity somehow. What like, What does bad variance mean? What What are you claiming it, it, at that point? It's exactly it's delusion. You're claiming delusion. Yeah. So I think I mean this week at practice, I don't know how to solve it. You get these guys carrying footballs. You do the old school. You know, if you drop it, I don't know thirty pushups. I don't know what it is, dude. I don't think like, thirty pushups is that much for an NFL player. No, but you get the idea. What do you do? Like they have to go back to basics or something. Cause for one, I'd be fine if they got some sweet draft picks, but 
if that's if that's not what they're going to do, like this team doesn't sh- look like they want to tank. You know, maybe they do. Maybe all the KOC's talk is just like the biggest smokescreen ever. Maybe he's not that guy and they're tanking to get some assets. Like this is a pipe dream, but I'm just throwing it out there because it's it, it always crazy. amazes me how like keen some people get on the idea of tanking. I, I don't think it happens. I mean, we saw the Flores thing when Miami, but I don't think it's like I don't think it happens. I don't think any part of the actual team willingly it's wants to tank. It's just the most strange way of coping yeah. with a, a mid to low level team that I've ever seen. Because the Vikings are capable of winning games. Right. I mean, if you look at that just purely on the field, like they can do it. it it's just crazy how a few plays have made that difference. And like when you have these mid level teams, people are like, well, Super Bowl or bust, I'd rather be the first overall pick and get me a pick at whatever player I want out of college football. So, I mean, like, it's just crazy to me to I, see the mindset. I don't that understand goes in that, with that most years, but this year with Caleb Williams in the draft, I definitely understand. It, and it's it's not even tanking, like, from a, like my perspective. I, there's fans that call for a tank that doesn't make any sense, whatever. It's mostly casual people, but mostly. But, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I've, Based on what this team is at, looking at the roster and the devoid lack of talent. And well, that's what I got at, what, last week or two weeks ago? KOC said Madison. You don't even need the first contract. overall pick. Madison, we're going to pay you. Just you can... drop a ball a week. You don't need the first overall pick. You could get a third and land Drake May and be fine yeah, with that. Exactly. So, and, yeah, and to me, it's not tanking. It's like, I just kind of hope this team bottoms out for once. Like, if they're going to be this bad... Embrace you know, I hope they bad. don't upturn. I hope they don't force JJ back soon. I hope they rest Kirk if he's, rump, uh, you know, maybe get some assets for him. I don't know what's going to happen. I guess they'll probably, it'll be a free agent. There's a no trade him, clause. But... He's not going to, he's not going anywhere. If you ever waived it, that's the whole thing. He's but... not waiving it. If the Vikings say, we don't want you, you're going to have to pick a team. He's not waiving it. He's not waving it, Matt. I don't think you understand. Well, at this point, it's he's not, not he, in the he, offseason. Exactly. He's not waving it. It would have been the offseason. I don't think it would have been impossible then. Now, yeah, it doesn't make sense. But yeah, I don't know. Just I don't think in my lifetime they've fully bottomed out, or at least yes, you know, they have. One year, uh, the the year it wasn't even Favre, a, uh, it was the year we got the oh, third overall record? pick. Oh, was that Matt Khalil? Yeah, we got we drafted him fourth overall. We traded back with the Browns, and even then we kind of screwed it up because if we had lost the game against the Redskins at the time that we'd won, we would end up with RG three. Yeah. Carter's you, best friend, RG3. Yeah, my best friend, RG3. See, it's so funny the way you describe it, like knowing your age, is that you definitely like did not comprehend what was going on around you. I definitely point. did not know any players in college outside of Andrew Luck who I had heard maybe <laughs> once or twice. You, you, was, it was just crazy. You said it like you were there. <laughs> I was there. I was there celebrating us beating the Redskins at the time. And my I dad didn't realize that Khalil impressed. was in that same draft. That's weird it was, to think about. I think of him as went, a bit older than those went, guys. No, it went Luck, RG3, Trent Richardson, Matt Khalil. I don't know why I never think of him as that as that same age. It's weird. He's a great football player. No, but... he wasn't. He was no, good I, for one oh, year. I, I'm well aware. We, he was uh, good for one year, and then you guys overpaid him on his second contract. I don't understand why in the world we gave him that money, but you know, I think enough on the Ryan Khalil, man. Things. Ryan Khalil, baby. Yeah, I know. I'll hand things back off to Matt so we don't completely sidetrack the Khalil show. Well, there's not gonna be a whole lot to talk about. We'll talk about the loss. Actually, I'm kind of excited for the Bears game because it's like the bottom I'm of the not. barrel. 
It's the bottom of the barrel in the NFC North. They're putting their shit together, and we're putting we're losing our shit. So well, well, I'm rooting for losses. And now Carter's gonna Carter's gonna Carter's gonna you know do his whole victory lap. They're gonna get no. We're not talking bears yet. We're not talking bears yet. We'll go in the normal order, Carter. You hold it. I know you got a whole you got a whole storybook written about it, but. Let's just, let's He's going to be like Santana at the end. This of is this podcast. is going to be like the um. This is going to be <laughs> the equivalent of the Giants playoff game where y'all told me I was crazy for picking the Vikings, and then I got to go on my little picking story rant. Or excuse, yes, picking the Giants. Did you pick the Giants? He did pick did. the Giants. That's crazy. And, and y'all his, his rationale some... wasn't even smart. His rationale was I picked them once and they lost. They got it. They're gonna. They got it. Yeah, anyway. I remember that now. You actually did say that. <laughs> we didn't even. We didn't even hate the pick. We just hated the rationale. <laughs> No, I think you hated the pick. I no, I hated I the pick because I Yo, saw that it was going to happen. I was like, I can see this happening. Fuck you, Carter, for being realistic. Uh, in fairness, I had actual rationale behind why I would have picked the Vikings. Or, excuse me, the the good Lord, I can't speak today. The Giants. But um, I was also so high and mighty on my record predictions of having the best record that um, I kind of just started exemplifying that aspect of it last I mean, season. by the end of the season, we we're all pretty close. By the end of the season, did I? How much did I pull away by? I don't remember. Maybe two or three. You, you only won three? by one. Okay. You only won by one at the end. That's oh, all that matters. Yeah, because me and Preet were back one, and then we switched picks. Yeah, the only one. And then like he one. took the lead at the end there. Okay, but anyway, wow, three digressions already. Some love boat lore. Uh, well, we got to fill the time, but let's talk this. The tight end room is severely overpaid based on performance right now. Amen, I guess brother. Josh Oliver is still that guy blocking, but they like design plays for him to catch. They were probably practicing that all week because it was drawn up in the first drive of the game. Like, what the, the hell? The first play of the game. Yeah. Not even the first drive, the first like, play. They were practicing. And it was a great week. play. He he climbs up the field for 15 yards, and then someone puts a hat on the ball, and then it just falls out, and you're like, fuck. It's like they're not training the basics in practice or something. I don't understand how we fumble week in and week out multiple times almost. It's crazy. It's like KOC must be just... I mean, he hasn't been a head coach for that long. I don't know anything about his staff other than like the surface level guys. Like, is this just something they're missing? I, I we probably don't have an answer to it, but it's crazy. I guess time will tell. But yeah, I don't know. Something needs to change. And the fact that T.J. Hawkinson, he had, if I remember right, three, three drops. Three. I won't. Are they drops? They, they were qualified as drops. Okay. They were contested catches. You know. Those those are catches someone should be getting. They were be throws making. that Kirk placed pretty well. The only one I'd give him, like you know, you don't have to catch that one was the first one where he Kirk threw it a little bit high and his arms were out. They were all a little high, but they were all catchable. Uh, the first one I don't think was it was as catchable okay. as the rest. But yeah. well, whatever you saw in real time, I I think it checks out. We watched the replay; they showed it multiple times because you know you hear Tony Romo say, "Well, oh, he doesn't drop those very often." And you hear him no, say, No, Tony's times. also just never watched Vikings football, apparently, because TJ drops this all the time. This year he does, but well, a few times, to be fair, this season. And I think it's it's hard because in a vacuum, if you see if you watch those three plays and you say, Should he have caught that? I think it's okay to write them off if it was once, you know, once in a game he drops those, but three in a row. That's kind uh, I of think if the ball hits your hands as an NFL player, you should be catching it uh, nine times out of ten. That's why I'm like, oh, if he dropped that one this game and had a good game otherwise, whatever. I, I know that sounds kind of like a couch coach type of thing, but if you bit, think about it, saying. but like if you're in those situations, specifically the ones with TJ Hawkinson, like 
if the ball is if the quarterback throws a good enough ball to get where you can do the triangle, I feel like there's very little room for excuse. And we've seen Hawkinson make those catches. I mean, he's had he had a really good contested catch rate last year. I saw like forty percent he would catch those challenging balls or something. And he's like what one of five this season, if even something like that. I'm pulling this from what I saw earlier today, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's disappointing. I don't care because, I don't know, we talked about it last week. He's still one of the better tight ends in the league if he's not making those catches. And what do we have to play for right now? You just hope they his yips or whatever it is go away, right? Because I'm not one to, like, I'm not going to worry about what the front office did last season this offseason because you can't change it now not that I can change anything but if you understand what I mean it's like I'm not going to worry about it especially given the state of the team it's just frustrating to watch and you know it's disappointing when I get ready for fun game on Sunday he's just not good we can just put it like that he's not he's not living up to his contract at the moment he's not playing good yeah I can say you could say he's not playing as good as his contract or his and again, that might be because he missed a lot of training camp with that ear infection during his hold in, but it's just not, he's not where you need him to be. But real in reality, like his contract doesn't affect the way this team this year is formulated. Like I don't, I don't hate the decision any more or less than I did, you know, a few weeks ago. Um, I, here's one thing that's bothering me. The defense is playing better than the offense and a part of that's turnovers but it's also like the offensive line is playing well. So what gives? It's it's these drops. I wouldn't say the defense is playing much better than the offense. They're they played better playing. last week or yeah, Sunday. Uh, again, I wouldn't go that. I mean, they also gave up multiple third and longs. Third and longs, I think you can attribute to Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. Game. No, you can. You, you, I don't care. Did you how watch good the pressure? I don't and care how good your. I don't care how good your quarterback. The quarterback Clearly, you've never is. watched the Chiefs game. Third and eighteen should not be getting converted three times. Clearly, you've never watched Patrick. Mahomes oh, okay, okay, fine. Out. Once, yeah, I get once. Three times in a game. Come on, like let's get that's serious. Pra- that's when Patrick Mahomes plays his best, bro. Yeah, and that's when you should be playing your best coverage. You should not be allowing anyone to get behind you. But what do we do every single time? Let people get behind. The us contested catch catches. with Bynum was mistimed. That's also you can't let a guy get behind you on third and eighteen. The whole thing is play him in front of you, well, and play him close, and and that's Bynum the problem. Either. I don't know. They got to Patrick Mahomes pretty often. It's because they blitz fifty percent of the time. You so you sacrifice when you blitz that much. I get under. I get like wanting to blitz, but you got to also cover it a little, cover a little bit. And when you when you drop back in coverage, you can't be giving up third and eighteens. Like that's just not acceptable at all. Like there was a stretch where the Chiefs had seventeen unanswered points, and they had run thirty five plays, and contrary to the Vikings, three. Like that's also not acceptable either. Like your defense that's needs the to offense, get off the dude. field. That's also your defense needs to get off the field too. How you get off the field? You let up a touch, or you get a turnover, or you choke them in fourth down, and that's or you hard don't you them. don't you don't allow them to convert third and eighteens. Again, it's Patrick Mahomes. I know you like arguing, but it, Patrick it's third Mahomes and eighteen. It's and also butter. third and eighteen. Third and eighteen for Patrick Mahomes. If you look at it, is probably what a twenty percent. I don't know what to rate. tell you. They couldn't have played those plays it's, any better. Y'all, y'all yes, both have valid points in it, this. No, sense. but like, like what's, yeah, what's realistically, Patrick Mahomes converts third and eighteen. What one out of five times? I don't know. There might be statistics on this. 
He converted three out of three I, against I, third and long. I, I'm kind of more on Preet's side in this that you shouldn't be letting those up. But at the same time, I feel like there is this semblance of grace because it is Patrick Mahomes. You know, like out of any quarterback in the league, he's probably the one of the most likely ones to have that. And they are blowing coverages, but it's like they had those guys covered. I remember specifically one of the plays when three, two or three rushers were in Patrick Mahomes' face, arm up, they hit him, and he got the ball off just in the nick of time. I think that was the one Bynum was covering that guy and just barely let him grab it. And then Bynum had decent coverage. Sure, he was behind him. He looked like he was trying to make a play, which he probably shouldn't have been doing. He probably should have just swatted the ball. But and then um, what's the I don't remember the receiver's name. He came down with it. It was Watson, I think. Watson. Justin Watson. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. The, the offense just Patrick Mahomes. And I will say Kirk Cousins had a good game this week. Yeah, I would. I would disagree. I think he made a decent amount of things happen. Held on to the ball a little bit too long. Well, that's every week. His I throws, don't you his throws looked not sharp most. I of feel them. like some of his playmaking and clutch situations really helped him out there, though. Like, yeah, well, he didn't have the like, best game, but he, he came up when he needed to. That's kind of what throws. I'm getting at. He just he depends look, on how you define a good game. Stats or impact. He didn't look you know? shaken up. He didn't look shaken up like I would expect him to be under certain circumstances. But yeah, he it was a regular Kirk game, but. I feel like Pat Mahomes is like the antithesis of him. It's like he's so good when it comes to improvising and, you know, staying on his feet and under pressure and having, you know, forced to be uh, scrambling. Again, he, he might be great at that. It's no excuse to give up third and 18. I don't think it's an excuse, but he's the greatest quarterback to ever play football, bro. Well, Tom Brady, did Tom Brady die? He's the most talented player to ever play football. And two, again, third, again, I don't care how talented quarterback, you are. Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Also, yeah, Bo Jackson's sure. the most talented player to ever play football. Let's go. I-, I love seeing the recognition, but sorry, continue. Well, I don't know. That's it, though. I just, I think the defense played as well as they could have given the talent. I think the offensive's being stifled by play calling, fumbles, turnovers, and just, um, well, they only they're not disciplined. Once. They only turned over the ball once last week. That's still stifling, though, especially with, with when it happened. And they're not converting it was the on fir- downs. I mean, it was the first, it was the first play of the game. Drops. Yeah, it was the first you, play of the game. If you're ever going to overcome it, it's so on the that's first play. Yeah, but, but no. that sets the tone for the rest of the game. We basically deferred to the Chiefs in the first half and the second half. Again, if you're ever going to overcome it, it's on the first play of the game. Yeah, yeah, I understand that point. I, I, I'm going to hard disagree okay, with you and on the that offense one. Was if you're, if you're on the sidelines and you see that happen, you are so demoralized. Especially when you're this Vikings team and the only criticism you have is fumbling by the media. Like I feel like the only way the Vikings can win a game is if they get momentum early on and just ride that momentum all the way throughout. That's what or, they did last win, year. Win a game convincingly. Let me rephrase that. I don't think that's going to happen this year. Well, that's what they have to do if they want that. that. That's, that's, it's, it, theory will only take you so far, some would say. Um, I don't know. I, I, I that was have an Oppenheimer this. reference. If anyone liked that, I wanted to see it, but I could not sit in the theater for three hours, bro. Oh man, I have. I'll get. I'll watch it eventually. I feel like Preet was more of a Barbie guy. I watched watch Barbie. Either. It was good. Barbie was, was good. sick. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Let me. I'm just gonna say this, and you can agree or disagree, guys. Uh, Acres and Addison should be full blown starters at their positions. Yes. Agreed. Okay, that's KJ that. Osborne again. I've been anti KJ Osborne again. for a while, but 
it has to be the last nail in the coffin fully, fully. And if Jefferson was, Je- he thanks his lucky stars for Jefferson's injury. I guess to be a starter. But when yeah. you duck when a ball is being thrown at you oh, on third and goal, that was crazy. What the hell, man? When you duck, like, well, come on. It was the throw wasn't greatly wasn't in a great spot. It was behind any wide receiver. It was behind him. that. No, no, I don't think that was a catchable pass. But ducking is just so stupid. He could have okay. If it was, he it had was, known, pre- look, if look, he had look at the angle. Sooner, it was he could have adjusted. He could have adjusted. He was. Kirk it, Cousins was looking at him on that slant, bro. It was, no, I completely I don't understand. Know, <laughs> I don't know why you're arguing him. with everything I said. It say. was behind him by like a good yard. Look at the other camera angle, Matt. It, he, he wasn't catching it. Th- this is so. This just cracks me up because, like, I actually I agree with Preet in principle here, but he's just such a hater that he is dogging on one of his least favorite players for what something he did on an uncatchable ball. Well, yeah. Oh, okay, I'm gonna send you guys this camera angle one, but two. It was like ducking is such a bad look. Like as a receiver, I understand like trying to like make it. Well, it's like, crazy he hasn't even had a good game because last year he had a couple of good games. He had one good game, and that was like against the Chiefs when they're mostly. But he had a good one against the Colts. Yeah, the Colts, I love when I say Chiefs, something and you just have to adjust it so that I'm wrong, even though he had a couple of good games last year. He, he had one. I mean, he yeah, had one game I, over I, 100 I, yards. It, I, I define the, a good. This is gonna be a, a short receiver. episode, guys. He, he's a yeah, wide like, receiver. He was a wide receiver too in principle last year with the amount of routes he ran. He had one game th- over 100 yards. This just cracks me up because Preet's just doing this intentionally to argue. It's very also, hard to tell with his you, tone right now, but he's just intentionally. He must have been talking to, to Santana fights. a lot this week. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, God, that fucker really got on my nerves this week. On Monday, last Monday, he said I was the hoping Buffalo that Bills. wasn't going to be the case. My God, <laughs> last last week he said the Buffalo Bills were the best. Nice team transition there. The Buffalo Bills were the best team by far. And then when I tried to call him out, and he's like, I never said by far. And there were five other people in the space, and they all said, Yeah, he said by far. He definitely said by far. And then he sent like a whole like manifesto of how he didn't say by far, and like how. Well, now we're getting a manifesto anything. on what he said. Exactly, because it's my platform. Nobody can mute me here, motherfuckers. Also, no, I, I sent you guys you. the. I sent you guys the. Uh, I sent you guys the. Clip I choose of not throw. to look at it. It was. It was very much behind him. He's not catching that. Okay, then Kirk Cousins bad. I'm fine with that. Let's spin every narrative that Preet says into the opposite of what he means, which we were actually just able to do about three times just then. He does it unknowingly pretty well, often, but it's alright. I think something that we could talk about that could really get on Preet's nerves next is what we think about the Bears game coming up here. I want to say, wow, you're antsy to get there. I have two. I have a, two things I want to say before <laughs> I do that. I uh, just want to get my dunk. Ty in. Chandler converted on a fake punt. Woo! That's a, that's great news. Incredible ex- execution by Josh Metellus getting the snap and handing it off to him. Yeah, I liked that. And then don't care about that. Uh, why isn't Reisner playing? I think I know why. Edingram hasn't been terrible, well. and Reisner has to get adjusted to everything, so there's just no rush. Also, right. Edingram played actually very well yesterday. Yeah, he wasn't our worst line. Yeah, he only. Well, he didn't. He only face gave up one sack. Jones, but yeah, he only gave up one sack. So. Yeah, I mean, I I knew the answer. That's what it was, and you know why not play the young guy, get him some reps. Also, it's nice to have a guy that's depth in case of injury. You know. Uh, since we had zero depth on the O-line, basically. Okay, Carter, I'm just going to let you, I'm just going to hand off the Bears for you so you can get your, uh, eat your cake. Look, so I, a few episodes ago, before the season started, I we had made some bold predictions. And my bold prediction was that the Bears would go 2-0 and against the Vikings. 
clean sweep the floor with them. Now, that prediction didn't sound great after the first few weeks. But now with the Justin Jefferson injury and the Bears seemingly gaining some momentum here, Oh yeah, they bullied Emmanuel little... Forbes all game long. So hey, impressed. I, this is my this you bullied is my Cam Dantzler 2.0. You bullied a guy who weighs about my weight. Like, oh, congratulations. So, so here, here's the thing: is I gave myself an out in that bold predictions episode. I said, you know, I could change my game by game predictions, but I'm not. I'm gonna stick to the fact that the Bears are gonna sweep the Vikings, and Justin Fields is going to slightly out edge everybody else and put up a great game. You could now, tell every Vikings fan that the Bears are gonna sweep them now, and no one would be surprised. No one would. And see, you. And see, Carter, look at this Carter, bold one, prediction. One, one. I'm not you. done. I'm no, not no, done. No, no, no. One. Fuck you. Two. I totally agree with you. Go suck a dick. Well, here. So here's my thing: is if y'all want my actual more so prediction rather than just slam dunking on Preet here. I think this game is going to be very – this is going to be a little bit of an obscure reference, but the Vikings last year weren't very good at containing a quarterback. And the Cardinals game last year was when DeAndre Hopkins came back and he had started – Kyler Murray, instead of scrambling, had tried to kind of force the ball to Hopkins and didn't put themselves in the best scenarios because he felt the need to throw to his number one receiver. I feel like we're going to see a slightly similar aspect because of how much – the Vikings defense blitzes, and I feel like Justin Fields is, though I think he has shown some flashes, I still don't think he's necessarily the most mature passer in the world. I think he's going to try and force the ball to DJ Moore quite a little bit too much here. And I think that might result in a few turnovers. However, I think the difference is Justin Fields is a little bit more run-happy than Kyler was at that time, and I think that's how you're going to take advantage of a lot of those blitzes, and I think you're going to see a lot more creative running around 2022 Justin Fields right I, I here. I don't. I think Justin Fields is so eager to prove to any, everyone that he's not a running back, and I also think Brian Flores is a great defensive coordinator. And he will look. He, he, I don't think Brian Flores woke wakes up to on Saturday and is like, "Fuck, I forgot to plan for Justin Fields. What if he scrambles?" Like, we no, should get he, a fuck. I, 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 I would, I would be completely scared of that. How many mobile? No, no, no. I, I was, I was, I was, I was being sarcastic. Oh, there. okay. I was about to say. I was like, I was, everything I, you said I, was pretty I, accurate, though. So I don't know. I was being. I, I, don't think, I think I said, Justin Fields will turn the ball over a few times because he's going to force throws because he feels like he has to because DJ Moore's legacy game again. But I still could think you imagine that, if we have a positive turnover ratio this week again he doesn't have 150 pound emmanuel forbes to bully this week so i'll be yes. interested to see he has the goes. wonderfully talented vikings cornerback room hey byron murphy is better than emmanuel forbes yeah you have byron murphy and then uh i'm sorry i don't know uh, byron uh, murphy is good against DJ oh Moore. yes oh my gosh caleb evans the all caleb evans NFL been cornerback well. caleb evans has played okay but you understand my point here it's not a talented room well but... they're pretty it's better than the commanders. I would say that right now the two starters are playing better than their talent indicates. Uh, Byron Murphy's been good before. The only gad, bad game he had was against Keenan Allen. And I was also just. Uh. And guess who's actually a pretty similar route runner to Keenan Allen. DJ Moore is not a similar route runner to Keenan. I'd say Allen. I'd say in aspects of how the Bears. You can say whatever him. he wants after last week. And I'd trust you because he popped off and had a really good game. I'd say DJ Moore is a similar route runner to Keenan Allen and how the Bears initially used him. I yeah, think after the him. I think after the Commanders game, they kind of found what he's better at, but they do use him in the same way that the Chargers used Keenan Allen, at least originally. Again, it's it's a it's the Bears who are a one and four team that's hot at the moment. 
and it's the Vikings who are a one in four team that's not hot at the moment. And uh, you'd probably pick the, the thing is, hey man, we're 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 hey, 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 let me let we're me go, coming let me to go. the same conclusion here. I'm coming to the same conclusion. I just wanted to say, fuck you, one the Carter. Bears. Okay, but, that's uh, like they're, they're gonna win. Bear. The Bears He's are gonna win. It. The Bears are probably gonna win. Like I don't know, it'll be like a shootout, like thirty-four to thirty. Jordan Addison has like thirty-one twenty-four. I got 34-30. Jordan Addison goes off. I'm going to pick the Vikings after listening to you guys argue because I think, you know, I don't trust Field still, and they have such a weird, a weird trend in their coaching that, like, every other week, it's either just a clusterfuck dumpster fire. Where or... is the game being played? Soldier Field. Oh, That's... yeah, the Bears are going to win. Ooh, I'm going to eat my words then because we're going to lose. But I'll pick the Vikings in the off chance that they are able to rattle Justin Fields early. It's also Justin Jefferson's not going to play, and that is such a big loss. because I think it was a good chance Addison steps up, kind of like you said. Yeah, yeah, Addison will step up, but KJ Osborne's still going to have to get and maybe And maybe TJ doesn't drop three balls. Well, I feel like that <laughs> Actually, I think this is a big TJ game, because yeah. the Bears linebackers are not good at coverage. I, I'm actually not expecting a huge game out of Addison, because I feel like he might be forced I'd like to see Akers rush for like 100 yards. I, I would expect a bigger game out of Akers and um, Hawkinson than I would Addison right now. I think Addison's great, but I feel like the play calling won't exactly match the situation that he's going to be put in as the number one. Uh, yeah. yeah, also I could see the Bears jamming him a lot more at the line, not letting him get the free. Well, I mean, why wouldn't you? Your whole de- you, The defensive game plan is so much easier now. I would just let... I would try and let the Vikings beat you at their weak again, points. I would, now. Again, I'd basically be just running single high safety the entire game if I was the Bears and jam Addison at the line on every single play. I'd be curious to see what they actually would do. I bet that they would run make sense. Yeah, I mean, they should. I, I think mean, the Vikings are going to overcompensate way do you too think much this is the, the first... loss of Jesperson and just run way too hard. Do you think and this maybe is the it'll first... Work. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, you're good. Please. I just kept adding on, but go ahead. Do you think this is the first game that we can see a running back by committee for the Vikings? And do no. you think that could set them on mm, a better pace be. for the rest of the season? Well, I don't care about the rest of the season. No, Why don't you don't get creative so. running the again, ball a little again, bit? Kevin, Ty Chandler on a jet sweep. They're like, not going to, they're not going to use. Well, they did this week with Brandon Powell. I think Ty Chandler's been phased out of the offensive and Cam Akers took his I, role. I agree with Preet, but I would see, I would not be surprised to see a, an even share. For some reason, they're not going Madison to. And Akers. They're not going Wait, to. Play because play they don't say they're not going to. They're not going no to. No. Clue. Yes, yes, I do. Because this is this is the exact way Kevin O'Connell's used his running backs, even last year to this year. He doesn't live. Look at it very closely. He doesn't use them on like. Oh yes. like, Look at it through the preach shot. No, 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 no. Look you're as gonna you know, no. as I look. You're gonna you're gonna look at it and you're gonna be like, "Fuck." Preach, He's right? smiling. Because, I see him. Because no, no, no. You're gonna, yesterday. You're gonna look at it and be like, "Fuck, preach," right? Because they use him. They'll use one running back on one drive, and they'll like run it six plays in a row. You'll be like, "Wow, this guy's getting gassed." I wonder if they're gonna take him out the next play. Nope. They'll keep. They'll bring. They'll keep him on for the seven. I think play. the idea is to keep the defense guessing and also see if no, it doesn't really keep it. him guessing because you it's the same guy on the field for seven straight plays. Keeping well, I him trust guessing you more be, than I trust Kevin O'Connell. So I, I at this point I trust a str- I trust the ten man more than I trust Kevin O'Connell. I'm the glad you didn't finish up. what you were about to just say. Yeah. I, it, it's because it didn't make sense in this situation. <laughs> I'm surprised but. he had the self-control to do that. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, that. if he overcompensates way too hard and we get a lot of reps for both or one. What if it's what if it's a full blown running? Game? I mean, if this if there's a game to try something different, wouldn't it be this game? Yeah. 
It's well, harder to do that later down the schedule. The Bears defense looked great last been, week. But here's the thing: we've been we've been still trying that, to win. We've been saying that for so long. Both I haven't. One, yes, we we've have. Been we've been saying, saying that, that with Jordan weeks. Addison. We've been saying that with Jordan Addison snaps. This will be the week he finally gets more. We've been saying but, that. But for, this is a di- no, no, we've been no, 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 that, this... no, we've, no, no, no. We've been saying that for running back by committee too. We've been saying this since week three that Ty, this is the week Ty Chandler gets more. This is the week Ty Chandler gets more. This is week Cam Akers I'm gets. Sa- I'm There's saying those it dead from a, set in their ways. They're not going to change. Like we've been saying, this is the philosophical difference, not a it's, pure like game plan difference. It's Kevin O'Connell. Change how you run the team. Way. I'm it, not saying I, I I I think this is the week that it would make the most sense to do that. Is it would have made saying. sense three weeks ago when you were zero and two facing down zero and three. Yeah, but now that teams. you're what you're one and four with a win against the worst team in the league that you hardly squeaked out and actually didn't play that well in all things considered. Your so, worst like, game of the year. Yeah, by far. And like, why wouldn't you at this point, like, you're still trying to win games. You're not tanking. No, why wouldn't I, I, you try I, something else? I don't think they're trying to win games anymore. I don't. I I feel like y'all have this idea. That, Again, like, this is the year. It, it makes so much more sense given the fact that Kirk's a free agent and pending. This is, this this is a great just, quarterback class. And I know, Preet, I'm going to spoil this for the audience. This is the definition of how he copes. He's going to hang up on the mic and just say, Carter and Matt, I think y'all are so much right, but my ego will not let me admit <laughs> no, to this. No, no, they're not <laughs> trying to win anymore. I don't. I seriously don't think no, they're trying to win. Anymore. No, I think I think you try and win games until the point like this. They know this team's talented. They just traded for an offensive lineman to help them win. No, games. they didn't. Was signed an offensive for... lineman. Signed an offensive. Yeah, they lineman. signed him three weeks ago and haven't given him a single snap. Like I don't. I still because... don't think that's a te- that's a move that a team that's trying to lose does. Nonetheless. Well, that was three weeks ago when you it were 0 2. There's a difference between 0 2 and 1 and 4, Carter. There's a massive 100%. difference. 100%. 0 2 like, teams make it to the playoffs at an average of 10% of the time. Only two teams who have started 1 and 4 ever made the playoffs. I'm not saying that it's. That, I'm, that, not, that's I, so, I'm in the. I'm in the boat that it's not hopeful, but I don't think it's as bleak as you're making it out to be. I, I think I think it's as bleak as you're making it out to be, especially if you lose this week. Just honestly, put Kirk on the bench, start Jaron Hall, see what you have in that. Crazy, wow! Because one uh, in five, you're not making the playoffs. You, let's be so realistic. You're not making like at that point. Just play for your play for your pick. It's always worst case scenario. That's the thing. It never. It almost never is. I mean, to be fair, worst case scenario is like five wins. Worst wins. case scenario is seven wins. You squeak seven wins somehow, and you. you I don't think that's possible. Of, you Actually, piss yourself do, out of but... a top ten pick. I, I, I they're just, franchise I altering guys. You, in this you're draft. so net. You're so you're negative. living through Twitter comments right now. No, dude. I'm not living. No, I've been saying this for a while that this team needs a full teardown rebuild. Yeah, there's, no, and this is, and this is the year. Out. And this is the year. That's what I'm saying is this is the year to do it. It makes all the sense in the world because Quasi and KOC are going to want their guys. And this is the year you would tank out. You give your chance. You get your chance. You get yourself the chance to get that guy. And you build around him. The I just disagree is, with is the fact so that you think this team's intentionally teams. losing. No, yeah. I don't think. I think. I think. I don't think they're trying. I don't think they're going to try as hard to win. If they're trying as hard to win, Kevin. You O'Connell think Brian today, Flores I don't think, isn't trying I don't think, to win? No, I don't think though. Kevin O'Connell today would say, "Oh, we're going to wait till Jefferson's a hundred percent to bring him onto the field." Because if you're trying to win, you bring him out at eight, 80 percent. You play him on a snap. I don't know if I you do that with the, the most valuable wide receiver in the league. I think you do. Because even his value, even as a, I don't think the culture dude, that they have is one that's going to let Cooper them Cup. do that. 
Cooper Cup. Okay, Cooper Cup is thirty-one, and Justin Jefferson is twenty-four. There's let's not pretend like those aren't vastly different situations. Cooper Cup was off the field all throughout his career. Not really. It was one ACL tear. It was one ACL tear and one high ankle sprain. That's all he had. Well, I don't know. I disagree with a lot of what you said, but a lot of it has merit. So I don't want to get into every single in and out of it. I'm glad you got to have your piece, though. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's talk Super Gremlin, I guess, unless there's anything you want to add with the with the Bears. The only other note I had was like, what kind of Justin Fields game are we going to get? I guess it depends on how the defense plays. Three touchdowns, one turnover. 50% completion rate. Yeah. Three TDs, a pick, and a fumble, and a rushing TD. Four touchdowns for him? Yes. I don't think the performance matters because the Bears are going to win. Yeah. Does, does I think their this is team one of the... hinge on Justin Fields, though, kind of? Yeah. Yeah. Like, more than other it's teams the, might. the same way that the Bucks' success it's hinges the same on way. Baker Mayfield. It's the same way our success hinges on Kirk Cousins. The Not, same way. If a team has a good running game, it doesn't hinge on so, the so pre, as Would much. you say that Baker Mayfield is a... Uh... Fuck off. <laughs> I could get into this. I could get into this. <laughs> We've made him so mad this episode. He's asking for it. Have you not heard anything you said? Oh, oh, I've been listening. <laughs> um, do you have a super gremlin pre? Yeah, I have the entire Jets uh, team. Oh, well, Just... we're gonna have Carter introduce it first, as is tradition. <laughs> Why'd you ask me if I have a super? Yeah, gremlin you, pre? you, you, asked you don't me. have it written down, dude. I want you to make sure you're prepared. Don't worry, I, 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 we'll, oh, uh... Matt, you're an asshole because you definitely heard me before the podcast say I'm gonna pick the entire Jets team. You're just trying to, you're just, you're just trying to cover I, up. I, I just want to set the mood as to what's going on on our Zoom meeting right now. Me and Matt have like regular lighting, and it's like shadowed in the dark. Yeah, like it makes a it great for me trying right to put together clips, even though I haven't yet. <laughs> It's man, I just no, assume you're not gonna do them, so I just don't even care. I anymore. was going to, and I don't you, think you that's pre why literally did. looks like a super villain about the, oh my gosh, that's, that's even worse. more scary. Well, nonetheless, let's introduce Super Gremlin. Uh, Super Gremlin of the Week is our segment where we basically get to talk about nothing related to anything we just talked about, though. I'm sure with how this episode went, we might round back to some other topics. No, um, I'm done after this, I'm hard <laughs> out. But um, Super Gremlin of the Week was coined by Antonio Brown when he stormed out of MetLife Stadium to end his NFL career. And my Super Gremlin of the Week is Brian Dable. I praised him so much last year, and I still think he's well, – I, maybe, I don't I know. I think it's hilarious. But, um, Actually, but, I hate uh, that they're making me not like his coaching because Daniel Jones is so bad. Giants have not scored an offensive touchdown in almost 2.5 games, and that is absolutely wild considering he had this team booming with such little talent last year. And they added talent too, like Darren Waller's nowhere to be yeah. found. It's, it's crazy yeah, to me that this is happening. Games. It shows how great NFL defensive coordinators can be because these little sticks that they do just don't really last too long in the NFL. It's the reason that you haven't seen a whole lot of like college offense, uh, college offensive minded player, or excuse me, college offensive minded offensive coordinators really work out because you'll get success the first year you run it, but stuff like that really doesn't work out long-term. You can implement aspects of it into the game, but when that's your whole game plan, it doesn't really work. And it seems like NFL uh, defense coordinators kind of figured out how the, the giants were getting that success with, you know, Wandale Robinson as their number one receiver for most of the season. Wandale Robinson was injured the entire year last year, Carter. That's 
Uh, he was there for about half the season. No, he played like one game and then tore his ACL. It was definitely more than one game. It was like one. It might have been two. Let's see here. Nonetheless, what is your Super Gremlin? Mine is the entire uh, New York Jets team because, uh, you know, Sean Payton, the man we all love so much, you know, holding such high regards. This entire offseason, he made a point to bash Nathaniel Hackett, who is now the uh, the Jets' offensive coordinator. He he had six games last year, mind you. That's a, that's respectable. It's a third of the season. Okay. Finally, someone fact checks Creed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How many of those games did he see snaps in? Like four. I don't know. He was good. Wondell Robinson was good when he was there. We, we can't argue about this, Preet. We're a Vikings podcast. Oh, yeah. Most he of had our listeners yards. probably don't even know who Wondell Robinson is. Okay, he Isaiah played. Hodgins. We'll say Isaiah Hodgins. We're okay, good. Thank We're you. good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to pick fights at this point. <laughs> I, I can tell. <laughs> so why is it day. the Jets? Why is it the Jets? Uh, so it's the Jets mainly just because they made they said basically came out and said this game's personal. We're winning it for Nathaniel Hackett, and they pissed <laughs> on Sean Payton's grave. They also after the game, Robert Sala comes up and whispers apparently into Sean Payton's ear, "Stay humble," which is just chef's kiss beautiful and he'll completely ignore that and learn nothing from this loss oh yeah 1000 percent. you think sean payton is gonna learn anything no he um, goes home to adulter and have his bounty gate ring <laughs> allegedly um let's that's just for tom just slip that in there quick let's uh i'll wrap up with mine it's a quick one i just want to submit bill belichick for uh i don't know what he's doing over in new england they, they they haven't drafted like really any not talent. They on the offensive side, they haven't, unless it's, you're talking about like, O-line. Well, no, skill players, basically. They, I mean, they're not really acquiring anyone worth Ramondre Stevenson, worth maybe, but he's sucked this year. Yeah, and I mean, who are your starting wide receivers? You have uh, Pop Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju Smith-Schuster doesn't even play most Devontae snaps. Parker. I mean, it's just awful. Mac Jones has been playing terrible. Does Bailey Zab... Like, what is he doing? What happened, bro? I'm... You know what they're doing? They're tanking for Caleb Williams. This is going to be like when Greg Popovich <laughs> I wouldn't got... be surprised. This is when Greg Popovich got Victor Wembanyama. This is get him... Get, uh, get Bill Belichick, Caleb Williams, and watch the league piss themselves in fear. Yeah, I'm not convinced yet, but they'll it, find a way to win. It's like hilarious six watching New England Patriots games right now. I, I can just laugh to myself while I'm watching them. I'm just there. so glad that Mac Jones sucks. Yeah, makes me so happy. Better than any and I like that his, team, his teammates have turned on him. He's kind of like dirty uh, shots. He's a snobby, prudy version of Baker Mayfield. He's Baker Mayfield if Baker Mayfield didn't embrace being trash. Yeah. See, I also we're we're treading some dangerous territory here to bring back up Baker Mayfield that did not matter apparently. Oh my god, he is not too. that good. I can't wait for him to turn back into a pumpkin. Then for me to be, I don't think any of us. Oh, ever I'm said not. He's good. I'm not saying he's good. <laughs> I'm just saying that he he mattered. He does not. He did not. So matter. He was the quarterback the of the bu- opposing team. Yeah, he mattered. He, he, he the, did. He, it was not worth talking about him for sixteen straight minutes. You think the Bucks I don't think win that game him. with Kyle Trask at quarterback? Honestly, he's this gonna year, say yes. He's honestly, say yes. this year, based on what I've seen, maybe. See, which therefore would equate if it's maybe versus we know Baker Mayfield did. That means okay, Baker well, yeah, Mayfield we, mattered. We, we, we also know. We also know. We don't know that Kyle Trask wouldn't. So you know. See, you just used the exact same logic that you exactly. just made against. I just, exactly, like, 
Exactly. That, that was so that is such critical. a bad faith argument. It's such a bad faith argument. It is definitely a logical fallacy, but I don't care. See, I, I, I threat that this is where the podcast dissolves because this is Preet. Preet on a bad team is like the most toxic fan of all time. Preet on a we, bad we, team we, with worsening health. We we got a glimpse of <laughs> we got a glimpse of it um at the, after the Eagles game last year where he said nothing would change his opinion on the team even making the playoffs. And I stand by that statement. The fact I, that I yes, but you with... admitted your your opinion changed. You oh yeah, one hundred percent. I'm a hypocrite. And here's the thing. That, here's the thing. Here's the thing. No, no here's the thing. No, just no, being a sports no, fan no. means means by inherently you're intellectually dishonest to yourself on a day in and day out basis. You're not. I, I, think I feel like just... I'm pretty honest with myself. Uh, about yeah, my football Matt, team. Matt, no, you're not. You're I, not. I think you can attest with me, except honest. when I'm being ironic or really, really excited. I'm pretty honest with my sports. Hey, teams. maybe I'm not honest, but I also don't let it bother me three days into the week. How about uh, that? Fair enough. <laughs> I, I just sat in my bed yesterday. Here's here's how good it was. I enjoyed time India with my won their, in, after the game. India won their game in the Cricket World Cup, their opening game. The Minnesota Twins won. I wanted the Vikings to lose, and they lost. And I was still sitting in bed depressed at midnight. Like, fuck. Yeah. Good way to end the show on. Good note. Maybe. maybe Next, what what a negative Nancy or pessimistic pre. There you go. That's a new term. Oh, the I've com- used it before. He knows I have. The common uh, name pre. I think I use petty preet more than pessimistic. Petty preet pre is the one you usually go to. Yeah, I have said pessimistic preet before though. And on that preet, please end the show. You've just completed your voyage on the level. Look at that puppy! Look at that puppy come up to the mic. Oh, that's such a good girl. <laughs>